0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Rodeo Time, the podcast. We,
1: ha-
2: <laughs>
0: we have a new man in the house. Um, does he not remind you guys, have y'all seen, uh, what's the Tim Allen show, Standing, Last Man Standing? Oh, yeah. You know the guy that works for him oh, that ends up Kyle? dating his daughter? Yeah, Kyle. <laughs>
1: Kyle. Doesn't he remind <laughs> y'all of Kyle <laughs> from that? Kyle, man.
0: If you're watching this on YouTube, show a quick, quick okay, yeah, clip I, I will. of Cup. And like even his mannerisms.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised you've seen that
0: show. <laughs> I love Last Man Standing.
1: I just don't have cable. Well, they ha- it was on it was on Netflix or it was on one of those. Was it? I think so. I That's I the only way I've I seen. Think it's it. on I've had, now. I haven't yeah. had cable in yeah. Well, since when I go see my grandmother in <laughs> <the 90s, laughs>
0: nineties. Since uh, yeah, 19. <laughs> so, I went. Uh, I watched like six episodes the other day when I went to visit my grandmother in Lubbock.
1: There's a show kind of like it from like the '80s and '90s,
3: Home Improvement.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like yeah, yeah.
3: Pretty much the same premise. Actually.
1: <laughs> I don't know. This one's a little more.
0: That's right. I, I like I've heard I like Last the, Man the Standing. The girls
1: are funny. The kid, like the, the, the yes, the youngest girl is hilarious. Yeah. I think.
0: But. I mean, he's hilarious all the time. Mm-hmm. So like, even in Home Improvement, right. home, home Improvement, <laughs> Home Improvement, he was good. But um, but Last Man Standing, I'm a fan of. So, yeah, they, they push the boundaries yeah. as if there's not shows on the other side of, that push the boundaries. Yeah, I'm the not other. sure why they get mad at this one, ah. but anyhow.
3: Anyway. Ah. Ah. Yeah. So Finger what's that guy's
0: name probably. in there? Kyle, Kyle? man. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking Kyle. Maybe that's your nickname. Well, All right. we, yeah. We,
3: got the, we <laughs> got the new guy. Also, I didn't realize you were going – yeah, we'll, we'll get into your, your education later. But, yeah. Yeah, just, we'll
0: talk about his story. But, obviously, we got a new intern – He is a temporary intern, so that means here soon we're going to be looking for a new temporary intern, two weeks, a month. We'll talk about it, but text the word intern to 940-353-0890, and we'll get you hooked up with um, how to apply for this internship. Same phone number. You can also text Bible if you're interested in jumping in on the Bible study that we do. That I do, I send out a couple times a week, and um, please look up DaleBrisby.com for this new apparel. Got some new shirts coming out. We've also got some amazing sponsors, Rock and Roll Denim. I see you're not wearing pants today.
3: What's that? Yeah, I ran out.
0: Ran out of pants, or you ran out to the house?
3: Uh, I Also. Yeah, both. Both. Bit of both, actually. Um,
0: (laughs) Rock and Roll Denim, American Hats. Uh, we've got can am side-by-sides and total feeds all great we got excalibur containers you're staying in one yeah very nice right right here in graham texas so thank you for watching thank you for listening to the rodeo time podcast And without further ado let's meet our new intern Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Rodeo time. The podcast. We got our man, a new man, fresh meat, fresh intern in the warehouse, Dell Warehouse. Jackson, what's your last name? Matthews. Jackson Matthews. Yes, sir. Got all the two? way from. Yeah, two first names. Yep.
4: Yep. Like Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Uh, all the way from Iowa. Yes, sir. I I was living in Iowa, but I just recently moved back to Illinois. That's where my parents are from.
0: That is a vintage rodeo time shirt, oh. also.
4: You yes, sir. I've yeah. <laughs> I've had this for a long time.
0: That's the that was literally our first shirt. Oh, really? Yeah, several yeah. years ago, and then uh, we we had it for a long time. So we might need to bring it back. You'll get the first one if we do, because cool that sucker is faded. I love it. Probably stole it. Might have even killed for it. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people have for Delaware. So, this is the second time that we've uh, quoted "Lonesome Dove." That you've kind of looked around. Have you ever seen the movie?
4: I have. Yeah, um, it's been probably like two years since I seen the movie, but I'm reading the book right now. So, mm. which it's a long book. I'm 200 mm. pages. So you in. think
0: you think you're better than us? No, <laughs> but I will say oh, there's <laughs> <laughs> there's little details like in
4: the book. I guess that. Um, oh. like I'm 200 pages in and they haven't even started driving to the cattle to Montana yet. They're that's just, a,
3: that, that's a, a certain kind of people. Yeah. I have to, I have to check myself. I'm that guy. Have you seen
4: such and such movie? Well, have you read the book? Well, <laughs> and <then> Ed, like, <laughs> I'm usually not that guy, but with Lonesome Dove, my, my dad read it and he's like, oh, you need to read the book. Yeah. It, it's way better. He's one of those guys, but have well, you
3: read the book? Yeah. Have you read? Yeah. I know Donnie has more details in the book no kidding <laughs> you don't say you know, yeah. what, what's the soundtrack like oh right yeah, yeah.
0: uh I, I don't know I, I mean that doesn't surprise me that 200 pages in they're still not taken off yet just because i don't know whenever they in the movie that's there's such a backstory to it already you know like as jake rides up and just the whole first hour you can tell there's a history to what that to the setting that's in there, but um, you're step ahead because the last intern to leave, Blythe, had had uh, Reese seen it. I don't know. I want to say he had seen it.
3: I feel like he had, because he he'd given her guff with the rest of us when it came to other yeah, westerns. So I think so.
0: <clears throat> Blythe had not seen it. She was here for a year, so big disappointment there. Um, we need to go back to that being an actual prerequisite because Jackson here is on a short-term internship and how, how long are you, you're, two weeks? Uh, yes, sir. Two weeks. And so we're going to, we're, we're opening it up by the time this podcast comes out, we'll still be, we'll, we'll be on the lookout for a new intern. So text the word intern to 940-353-0890. So. <coughs> i will try Jackson, to get
1: back to you as soon as I can. No,
0: that is me texting you. That is me texting you, not
3: Donnie, not Willie. Your text um, will be answered in the order they were received. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: this is the first intern that I had nothing to do with. <laughs> till he got, like, I didn't yeah. know him till he got here. Right. So, um, other interns chose you. Yeah, Uh, Willie
4: FaceTime me with. You have been chosen. (laughs) 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 Farewell, my (laughs) friends. Name that movie. I don't know. Come
0: on, Toy Story. Oh, Claw. Claw. (laughs) You have been chosen.
2: (laughs) Oh,
3: that's a sad moment. Farewell, my (laughs) friends. um what were we talking about <laughs> okay. oh yeah willie facetime you
4: yeah willie and i know cole was in there i think jordan right. and everybody few, was in yeah there. yeah
0: they might yep. not have shown themselves but did yeah. you have a
4: suit on i did i hmm. had like it was like a suit jacket with like a long sleeve like western right i remember being me. weirded was out was by it like it? step <laughs> like you were trying to be <laughs> i don't know. know i was just no i was trying to like actually be professional oh yeah okay i mean yeah i don't know did you know that's how it was perceived <laughs> uh, you know what? The suit's weird now. <laughs> now the suits are kind of messed
3: up. <laughs> Is that
2: ketchup and onions?
3: <laughs> did you have dress pants? Name on? that
4: movie. Um, Step Brothers. Isn't yeah, okay, it? I said yeah. it. All right, yeah. good. I was about to say I even said it. I had jeans on. So you so did have? Yeah, you weren't yeah.
3: just you know just a dress shirt and a jacket or something. Mm. That's yeah. Yep.
4: I didn't have a tie on or anything.
3: Business casual. Right. I got, I got you. Right. I got you.
0: Yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> I just pictured that episode of The Office where Jim, like, come, pops into the camera, he's not wearing a shirt, and he's holding it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Answer> the <laughs> call an intern. They answer the FaceTime and then pop up like, oh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Didn't see you there. <laughs> um, speaking of, like, funny intern videos, uh, Willie had a really funny intern video. He was like holding a chicken in his coveralls. He was, Wasn't was he in the chicken house? Yeah. Like in like a mm-hmm. little side room of it and made the video, put the camera, he's holding the chicken. Then he did another one. Sorry, I don't know where that came from. guess my brain needed oxygen. Then he did another one where he was trying to look a little more professional.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then Kevin did a video that was hilarious. He like showed us how he could like, tape up a box real fast and then he like (laughs) punted it remember (laughs) (laughs) and he was i mean we assumed he was talkative because he um because of this video and then when he got here he didn't say a word for like four months and just kind of flew under the radar impressed lisa and finally after about six months he talked to me
1: yeah, I remember you were like upset. I was annoyed. <laughs> yeah, he Did you was you not like me or something? Yeah, I was, was a little
0: annoyed. I was just like, man, this this guy's not showing us anything. He's like, and then slowly everybody's like, well, he, you know, he just doesn't talk around you. I was like, well, you we better start. There's <laughs> <laughs> a YouTube channel. We were trying to test the mics on that first podcast with him and it's like, "Hey, let's test out your mic." And he was like,
2: hey.
4: <laughs> like "Well, say a full sentence." His story about working Full at Chick Fil A was pretty funny. I listened. Yeah, to well, now he's a funny guy. Yeah. He
0: finally, started talking. I guess I'm intimidating. Am I intimidating? No. Yeah. Not I think- to Donnie. <laughs> I
3: think it's the sunglasses are the most intimidating part because you can't tell. It's a. It's a thing you'll ha- you'll learn the more you're around DB. It's just a. He'll be talking to you, but you can't tell. Even right now, he could be looking at Donnie, and I have no idea. No, you know Jordan. what I mean? Yeah. Other yeah. Exa- exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know. Oh, that makes sense. I was looking off camera.
0: Um, Yeah, it is kind of, it does like throw people off and it is handy. (laughs) (laughs) Especially like if you see somebody you'd rather not talk to, you know, if you make eye contact with them, like by society's rules, you need to acknowledge them, say hello and have an exchange with them. But I don't like have to like make eye contact with them with these
3: glasses on.
0: Where what's a time that it's all about head positioning?
3: What's the time that the sunglasses are inconvenient? There's not one. Yeah, I mean I wear. It's really easy to wear them all the time. Cause I was. Cause just the other day we were sexing, sexing yearlings. What? what?
1: Oh, okay, <laughs> sexing,
3: sexing yearlings, Yeah,
1: not, not sexting. Oh I'm yeah.
3: Sexing. What do you wear? You had a pause there. <laughs> Anyhow, we were sexing yearlings. Yeah. And so we were sorting the steers from the heifers. Yes, sir. And uh, and DB was a horse. DB was doing the sorting and everything, and just it was it was undercover in the shade. It's bright outside. So there's all, and mean, there were black calves. And there were black calves. And he's on a tall horse. And I remember thinking, man, if there's ever a time, well,
0: there was that one, but the, he
3: just had like a really little yeah.
0: penis, right? And so it was hard <laughs> for me to see it, right? <laughs> so he's <Somebody's laughs> going by. Uh, mm-hmm. Like yes, I'm sure the shades didn't help that much in that scenario. But what'd like, you name him?
3: <laughs> the calf. I mean, Lucky. Not Donnie.
2: Oh,
1: I. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I thought it be like Cole like or something. Oh. <laughs> Why?
3: <laughs> well <laughs> It was a short
0: calf. I'm on a horse looking down. You know, he was fat. He had a big old belly, so it was hard to see up underneath yeah. there. I, yeah. Um anyway. So no, the 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 uh the glasses are actually not that inconvenient, you know. So, I need them to see, actually. Right. So, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Um, What were we talking about? Yeah, so, intern intern videos. Yeah, Yeah. it was crazy. The first time I needed an intern, like that same week, a guy sent me a DM saying, hey, man, I need an internship for school. Do you? And so, I was like, well, send me a video. And that was the only thing I think to do. It was Dean um, Sutton and yeah, he came worked for three weeks so he's still in the industry works for cinch works for Beck some but uh it's been a long time ago I've had like I've kind of had interns before that that were like people that came and worked or wanted to learn but it wasn't like as structured as it is now so I need to count them up at least since Dean how many it's been so 10 11 12 13 14 I think you're at least number 15. So, we'll see. We're looking for number 16 coming in um, after Jackson. So,
4: when's up when's the first time that you started watching Dale Brisby? Um I was trying to remember that before I came here and honestly I don't remember. I feel like it was like 2015, <laughs> 2016 cuz I know I graduated high school in 2016. And i know i was a fan like when i was in high school well so.
0: that that would that would fit the timeline of that shirt
4: yeah
1: so yep yeah i bet you're right you got it yet donnie yeah i think he's 15. yeah i think he's number if you count like even the guys that were only here for like a week or two <clears throat> oh everett Everett. i forgot about him sam.
0: Everett. i counted sam everett would make 16. Man, because took, yeah. because when Reese was here, that was ten. There was ten of y'all. Yep. Yeah. So so prior to you and then Everett would be eleven. Prior to you was Wes, number twelve. Sam. Prior to Wes was Garrett yeah. Kelly Johnson, thirteen. Prior to that was Sam, fourteen, Dean, fifteen. Now he would be number sixteen. I think. We'll do it later. We'll do the math later. Yeah. That way you listeners. Um so speaking of, um, well, there's no good transition. How was Cody? <laughs> <laughs> good. I want to check. Had a boy. Yeah. So, um, so Cody, Wyoming, is a spot where they the Cody Knight
1: Rodeo. So nightly they have a rodeo. Yeah, but it's spelled N-I-T-E. I don't know what that's about.
0: Yeah, what the heck?
1: I don't know. I, I probably I, just misspelled that. Well, it's at night. It says it <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, kind of like walkemoly, like walkemoly camp. Right. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. I had one of my interns. I was like, um, "What should we name walkemoly camp?" Or what should we name this this camp? And he said, and we were talking like, "Oh man, well." You know you get a little guacamole on your hands get a little guacamole in your wallet and it was like a 67 year old rancher line and so this intern he he like wrote it down for me sam and and i was like oh man i love the way you spelled it w-a-c <laughs> yeah walka
3: <laughs> i was like that's hilarious and he said why <laughs> <laughs> and he thought that's how he spelled guacamole <laughs> do you want to know the real reason why it's the cody nit rodeo yeah, i do because i Cause, asked a lot of people he and couldn't, one he other couldn't stand to let that go by he knows that oh answer. yeah no it's Let's because it. uh, yeah it's because on the billboard and everything they only had room for so many letters and you can't exactly drop what letter could you drop out of cody you can't can't drop a letter out of rodeo can't drop a letter out of night I made that whole thing up, but it sounds I, like I, it I should be it too. <laughs> Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, so the Cody Knight Rodeo every night and uh, throughout the summer, except on the 4th of July, it's a big PRCA rodeo. Yeah, thing. Cody they, Stampede. They got a Buffalo big... Buffalo
1: Bill Cody Stampede. They break. got a big, yeah. Uh,
0: I think they even have a bullfight then too, but regardless, it's a great place. I've always heard of guys going over there. I almost did one summer, but it just didn't work out that I got to go, so... I've never been to the Cody Knight Rodeo, so tell us about it. Mobetta. Betta.
1: Yeah. Betta.
3: Tate. Yeah. It's a cool place, ain't it?
1: It's pretty neat, yeah. Um, a lot of places to stay for free if you're a rodeo cowboy. You got to get on so many times a week. But um, $25 entry fees a night It's pretty dirt cheap and $100 added. I don't know. Um, Rod Hay was there teaching for the week, so I just figured I'd better go up there and get around him as much as i can and how many guys were there because rod was there i don't know guys were coming in and out maybe like there was probably on average usually about eight of us getting on a night i would say it's awesome yeah bronc riders i mean um but i some a few of them had been camped out there for a while for about a month or so some of them what about bareback they have a lot of those no not really um just maybe one or two a night and did they run y'all together no uh-uh uh, we did like if we were going to get on two horses we would get on our first one with the bareback horses and then get on our second one at when you buck the Bronx, you know yeah but, um yeah i don't know there was there wasn't quite as many bareback guys and th- they were coming through a little more than like and then like leaving out afterwards what would you do during the day? In the morning, we would, uh, like Rod was teaching like a school, so we would go and get on the bucking machine and do stuff like that until about noon or 1, and then the afternoon, it was just kind of whatever until about 8 o'clock or I guess 7. You get there about 7.
0: You had been around Rod before, so there probably wasn't like a whole lot you were necessarily trying to like – there wasn't like a revolutionary change in no. the teaching. Yeah, no. So it was really just trying to like hone in more of what you'd already been yeah, doing. Yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah. And just like a refresher, stuff to work on at the house. And just how get, many Bronx did you get on? I got on seven. Nice. I think. How, however many days I was there plus one. Yeah. One night you got on two. Yeah. One night I got on two. Uh, um, um,
0: what about bull riders were there a lot of bull riders
1: there were quite a few bull riders i would say i'd say there was close to seven eight nine ten every night you know something like that big crowd yeah man like that uh they would always ask him how uh who who's, whose first rodeo was in like three quarters of the crowd every night it was like hey yeah so nice. it was pretty neat like and they were into it too. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a pretty cool experience. The friggin' um, announcer there every night. He would, he would uh, <laughs> introduce me. He said he would say I was Rip Stunt Double from, <laughs> from Yellowstone. <laughs> oh, that's not gonna stick. Did a bunch of people know who you were? Not really. No. Uh-uh, yeah. No. I kind of flew under the radar. I mean, being like a little bit
0: of a tourist. T- I mean, yeah, for people, sure. People being there for their first rodeo. For
1: sure. There were some people, some fans, but yeah. I, I try to stay pretty inconspicuous at those things. Incognito. Know. Yeah. yeah. Get behind the shoots and just stay there. Yeah, I know what you mean. Hmm. Um, who would have thought? Oh, that- you know who I saw? That kid that comes down for all the open houses, like, Oh, like the The one one that stayed here? Yeah, from Wisconsin. The Wisconsin outlaw? Yeah, not not the his brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. not the wrestler.
2: (laughs) Sorry. No, not the outlaw. Not
1: the wrestler, but the bareback rider. I was sitting there stretching on the back of the chutes, and I look up in the stands, (laughs) and he's just staring me dead in the eye. (laughs) And I like double take, and I like he was close enough for me to talk to him. I was like, "Hey!" And he's like, (gasps) "Hey!" (laughs) Like.
4: Where's your rigging? <laughs> what you, you just, oh, it's not here. Like
1: I was like, Oh man, you can't come here and not. You haven't come help you? No, uh uh-uh. uh. But I should have, but are they kind of strict about people Uh-oh. coming down? Not no. really. I mean yeah. if it got ridiculous, I'm there's a big sign on the down the shoots that says contestants only, but Yeah. There's guys that aren't entered every night that enter some nights back there like you know what I mean? Like yeah. They might have rode the night before, but they're not there that night. Back there. So
0: I won't say who. Some of the OG fans that have maybe listened to every – no, I don't think even nobody would know who, but there was an intern here, and it was this first week, first couple of days maybe, and we had this shindig at the warehouse.
1: Oh. And then <laughs> these
0: guys show up, the 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 guy that Donnie's talking about. And um, this particular intern – a sweetheart of a human being, um, and doesn't typically like to party too hard. Um, pretty average as far as like want to yeah. go, you know, have a good time. But this particular night, uh, Gabe, who was a former bartender, and really prides himself on drinks and being a mixologist. <laughs> You know, it's a good word. Donnie also yeah. was a bartender,
3: but a different kind of bartender. Different kind of bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Different, different, different kind of, kind of bar. bar. This was a bar. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: Gabe's bar was was um like I, I think they wore like
3: the the yeah. white suits yeah. with the like hat. had the cuffs for their sleeves and everything.
1: I'm pretty sure. What's his name from Friends? Uh, Ross or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's his yeah. name?
3: I have no idea. Would go in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bar in L.A. So, like, they're going to order drinks we've never heard of. You know, Donnie's clientele is going to order either Coors Light (laughs) or Bud Light. Maybe... (laughs) Did y'all even serve like bushlight? What was your? Oh yeah, bushlight was That's like the main uh, one. it was
1: right. It was growing. It was probably our second seller, top seller.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was no bushlight in Gabe's bar.
1: But they did not. Have <laughs> I got a Jack and Coke. Yeah, what's in that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can you tell me the ingredients, please? Yeah. <laughs> you can order.
3: You get three ingredients. Ice counts. Yeah. <laughs> ice counts as well. So, anyways, Gabe is like making drinks for people
0: over there. And, um, during this event for the employees, not just everybody. And, you know, I'm kind of like, it's not a problem till it's a problem. I'm not like, I'm not your parent. You know, somebody has a little drink here and there, whatever. If it's a few minutes before we cut out, like I'm not, somebody's not going to get fired, especially like nobody's driving. So I don't care really the way the day was set up and this one new guy, um, he, uh, I don't think he knew his capacity and then exceeded it. <laughs> so, but I wasn't aware at the time, and he was like, uh, hey, these two guys, where are they from? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. They had driven down, and they drove a long ways just to meet us and come to the warehouse. I mean, like 10, 12, 14-hour right. kind of drive. Yeah. And it's like getting later in the afternoon, and I was like, man, these guys are going to stay. I'm kind of nervous because I don't know them. You know, like, they could be anybody. I didn't get to visit with them long. You know, that those kind of thoughts flashed through my head in a couple of seconds. But I'm like, they seemed, my gut, my knee-jerk reaction was they seemed innocent. So I was like, yeah, they can stay. You know, because the bunkhouse is, like, right next to my house. And so, um, <clears throat> anyway, I was like, yeah, yeah, they can stay. And I'm just thinking, like, man, we got to have the new guy watch after him. Well, new guy gets so tooted <laughs> that these guys end up taking care of him. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the new guy was a sweetheart, so when he got intoxicated, he was just more of a sweetheart. But, man, it was uh, – anyhow, these guys ended up taking care of him, and so it made them kind of memorable, and that's who Donnie ran into.
1: They came down again, didn't they? Yeah, they came down for both like times we've that, had. That Christmas one, I met him there.
0: Okay. Yeah. We need to have another
1: Dude, one. Dude, I would recognize them guys in it. Like, Stand I, don't out. Yeah. St- yeah. I don't know. Like, they're not a face you forget. Like, yeah.
3: yeah. So, <clears throat> say, where is that Wisconsin outlaw? Where's he from?
1: <laughs> <laughs> where was he from again? <laughs> yeah. One of them rides bareback horses. The other one's a wrestler. He showed his video. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Which is hats off to you.
1: Not like not like an Olympic wrestler either. Like, rass- no. Like, wrestling. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like the the yeah. What was it? Bradley Johnson. Bradley Johnson. Yep. What was the what was the bareback rider's name? Oh, Bradley. Jordan's got a. It's good to see you, Bradley.
0: Her. Yep. Thanks a, again. She got a memory, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Just things that you care about. I bet you can remember bulls. There's people like that in rodeo, like bucking horses. Like there's some guys that they may have got their gd flunked out of college whatever <laughs> but you ask him about a bronc they got on three and a half years ago you know they might have got on five that weekend and mm-hmm. you ask him about the third one they got a rewrite on it maybe didn't even score and he's like oh yeah yeah you're gonna want to go i'd say a long average Kept, and, Yeah. he yeah. came out in the left <laughs> really <lead. laughs> have somebody taylor yeah and gonna circle around to the left maybe take a little button hook at the end of it and <laughs> anyhow you're
3: like oh yeah but you, you don't know what E equals mc seed square came from. <laughs> I never need to do with those guys because I don't think about it. I, obviously, it's bareback riding, so it's also a little different, but those guys that remembered every little thing about their horse, my plan has not changed. Yeah, Since I you this horse a fist? Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> In the bareback riding. But, you know, yeah, it was like they
0: would be killed.
2: That's telling,
3: what, me and Jacob's yeah. were on the back of the chutes, <laughs> and uh,
0: <laughs> there's this bareback rider. like I. So I chopped this horse off, Yeah. and... The swells are right here. And my, I mean, it's almost to my elbow. Right. You know, I was like 54 points because I'm just like yeah. down past my, and uh, this bareback rider came up to me. And previous NFR bareback rider. Right. He was like, you, and he was like, coach me. He was just like, you just got to like this, this, and this. And Jacobs was like, no, you got to give that horse this much <laughs> rain. You know, because he said, what do you give bareback horses? Like, I didn't know what he was talking about. And he did this. <laughs> He's like, it doesn't change for this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you know? give him a fist. Yeah.
3: And you grab that rigging, and that's it. Your, yeah. Your game plan should be pretty much. There are guys who can like build a ride. You know, like <clears throat> help help a horse out a lot. I was never, I, I I could never do that. Your game. My game plan's the same. Spur their head off first jump. Yeah. Same thing in the bull riding.
0: Game plans don't change a lot. A lot. Yeah. Your job is to ride them. You get on bulls? No. No. You're going to leave that to Dale Brisby? Yes, sir.
4: Gotcha. Yep.
3: Do you any other rodeo events? Have you?
4: Uh, Yeah, so I I did get on bulls when I was in college, and I did one semester college rodeo. And then during that time frame, too, I um, worked, like, part-time for a rodeo company in Iowa. I just, like, well, I did a full summer with them, and then I just, like, help them on the weekends. And they did, like, our home college rodeo and stuff. And nice um yeah I kind of decided I wanted to um stop riding bulls and start fighting bulls and so they kind of really helped me with that um but I just did like practice pens and I did our home college rodeo and just like a handful of other open bull ridings but and then once I graduated college and went off and started working I I never did um well I guess I did one practice pen this spring but other other than that I haven't really been around it much
3: do you want to do you want to
4: Start fighting bulls again? Um, yes, but at the like, I I know that I mean my goal isn't to like fight bulls for a living, and so I like I don't want to like halfway do something. Yeah. At all. But Your goal is the what for a living? It. My goal is not to like fight oh, bulls gotcha. for a yeah, living. Yeah, yeah. So not to fight bulls. Yes, sir. <laughs> so I so I don't want to like halfway do something, but like if I'm at a practice pen and and like they need help, like I have my vest and like I'll help out. Right. But yeah. Yeah. That that's something that there's some things I think in life
0: that are okay to do halfway, you know, like play golf. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like if you wanted to have some golf clubs, right. Oh, you know what? Dang, it's been an eight month stretch and I haven't been able to go, you know, I think that's okay. Right. You don't have to sell your golf clubs, you know, but, um, there's other things that, you know, we've had people come through and, I tell them, like, hey, the moment you think this is a hobby for you, let's have a conversation just because it's a very, very, very dangerous hobby. Yes, you know? sir. Yep. And so – and there are there are those kind of people that like having dangerous hobbies. You know, like there's – I don't get crazy. I used to help everybody just check stuff off a bucket list. They wanted to get on a bull. But it's kind of got to be a special kind of person these days or you need to – I don't know like it's hard for me to just somebody reach out you better either be one of my good friends or be good friends with one of my really good friends just because it's so dangerous you know but i can see like i can see like a former special operation you know like tier one tier two kind of guy like i could see somebody like that wanting to um wanting to no i don't want that thing Like. Puts this sucker up in my face. Um,
3: hey Jordan, wanting tell to, them guys to turn that music down
0: right there. Wanting to check a box. Wanting to to bucket you. list. You know what I'm saying? Like a a Seal Team Six guy. Like I would let somebody like that because like yeah. they've just they've they've chosen a life full of danger. You know they're gonna go rock climbing. They're gonna go skydiving. They they might you know go try to steer wrestle a wildebeest. <laughs> and now they're going to come over here. They want to ride a bull. Like, right. there's certain kind of, but like, they're, they're, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm being an a-hole just thinking like. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. It's, the, the point is, is like, it's a dangerous yes, undertaking. Sir. Yeah. And fighting bulls is in that category. Yes, sir. You know. Yep.
3: <laughs> I was imagining a scenario where he had misheard you. Just we hadn't talked about it the rest of the podcast and he just started putting you in front of fighting poles and we're like, no, just what he said on the podcast. <laughs> I did mishear him at <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah. It. I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> I did mishear him. Jackson, do
0: you have questions for these guys? This is your first day of a as an intern.
4: Yeah. Um I don't know. I guess off the top of my head, I, I don't I mean I've just because I feel like I've listened to almost every podcast and Dang. I've just I don't know but i am sure i do i just can't think of it like being on the spot
3: uh, that's all right but, well we've got some for you cool uh,
4: yeah sounds good where do you see yourself in five years what's your social security number yep. <laughs> credit score um i think it's like 750 Woo! that's pretty good
1: that's
3: uh, all right yeah i was but. expecting sounds a little personal but uh <laughs> yeah no need
4: to brag um yeah. um five years I don't know that's a really good question I I know that I want a career in in the cattle industry right um I like what I've always wanted to do is have my own cows but I didn't um I didn't like grow up like my parents live in town um I do have a horse my mom has a couple of horses uh, she just like rents a barn outside of town yep. but um yeah so my goal has always been to like have cows but I know that um that's not realistic necessarily to like do that for my main income nor would I probably want to rely on that for my main income so I'm hoping to just like get a job in the industry doing something and then be able to have you know 15 or 20 cows just kind of for fun yeah and if I ever have a family like I just think it's really good to like raise kids around Mm -hmm. animals and livestock and that sort of thing because I've I've always been into it since I was a little kid but like I said, I, um, my dad was in the military. So we like moved around a lot when I was younger. Um, my older siblings kind of caught the brunt of that. Um, he retired whenever I was like seven. So, but
0: yeah, that, um, I mean, that sounds super realistic, you know, as far as like a goal for how you're going to be involved in the industry. Um, you know, sometimes I get just not annoyed, but I gotta like warn guys that you know they they just like oh yeah I want to be a rancher and I want to own cows and I wanna and and that's okay like there's a lot of like it is one hundred percent possible for someone to become a rancher and that be their trade the the thing is though is is that I think there's a lot of people that say it and don't realize how much work goes behind that statement yeah. and so um, I'm not gonna tell. For instance, if someone were gonna say they wanted to be the next JB Mooney. Okay, well, yes, that's possible, but us knowing what we know about rodeo, that is a very long road, and he's won more money than anyone ever in rodeo or bull riding, ever, 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 more than Trevor Brazil. JB's won more than Trevor. so. If, if someone were to say that, like, I'm not going to tell that person that's impossible. You can't do it. But are you saying that because you're a fan of the sport and you like JB and you just want to ride bulls? Or are you saying that because you want to say no to absolutely everything else, every like all the other hobbies, all the other things in your mind? You know, like you may not get to have a family for a while. You know, like sometimes people just don't understand the gravity of what it is that they're putting on their uh, dreams and goals and wish list. And um, so that's the same thing with ranching. Like, yeah, I want to own a ranch one day. Okay, well, yeah. did you inherit... a Said
1: ranch.
2: A, right,
0: Did a, yeah. a <laughs> right. you inherit money to buy one? Have you hit the lottery recently? <laughs> no, you haven't. Okay, you've got a very tough road ahead of you. So you can do one of two things. Like you can either go to another industry, make a lot of money and do this, or... <sighs> That might be the only option. Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then give all of it away, yeah, basically. At least it is but, a tax write-off. Yeah. Right. But, but there are other ways, you know, like I've got friends and, you know, like you can acquire lease land and lease country. You can run <clears throat> yearlands on wheat and, and piece together, you know. But to say you're just going to get a note, buy a bunch. I mean, just right around this country, it takes 20, 25 acres for a cow, mm-hmm. calf, you know. So if you got a hundred, maybe five, head, right. <laughs> wow. you know, yeah. and so you got a hundred acres. If let's just stretch it, let's just say, let's just say seven or ten. Let's say ten for for math's sake. Um, you take those calves. Let's say it's an outstanding year, and when you sell your calves, you get a thousand dollars. All right, you got ten thousand dollars in the in 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 your bank account for the year,
4: and that's gross, not
0: correct. Yeah. So you haven't paid, made a payment on the cows. You haven't made a payment on the land. You haven't paid for medicine. You haven't paid for any extra feed. Um, and you got $10,000 and I don't know, like minimum wage, I think gets you like 20, 24,000 a year or something like that. 20,000 a year. So you could go get yeah. a minimum wage job and, uh, make more than you could with 10 cows. Yeah. Now, obviously there's some hacks there you don't have to spend every day with the cows so you could have another job on top of that but i'm just saying like that's some basic math to throw at you to say that like to say you're just gonna be a rancher like we're, we're working on 100 acres like um to say you're gonna just be a rancher and support a family and still have a brand new truck and you know at the age of 30 that's just some people just don't know what it's going to take That's all it is and so um but if you realize hey no i know it's going to be a lot of work and i'm willing to put it in then oh okay well yeah you can make it you know but um the route you're talking about is super achievable you know where you're not going to have to sell your soul Mm -hmm. which borderline might be what it takes to to
4: yeah yeah, and I'm hoping to, like you You mentioned, like get a job in a different industry and make a lot of money. I'm hoping to still like stay within the industry. Like earlier I mentioned to you, um, like possibly going back and getting my master's in ruminant nutrition and maybe doing something down the nutrition route. Um, not that I'm going to get rich doing that either, but at least I'm like still within the industry.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm not one, when people come to this space, and say they want to be a rancher is like, I'm not saying they shouldn't do it. All I'm saying is that people need to learn what it will take to accomplish that goal they're talking about. And they may not want to do that, but that's okay. Because if you don't, there's a lot of other options, you know, to be involved in the industry. You don't have to be the one that owns the ranch. You could work for that guy. You could sell horses to that guy. You could shoe that guy's horses. You could be a vet that works on his Cows. You could, you know, train uh, horses. You could uh, build fence. There's so many different ways to be involved in the industry that you don't have to actually be the one owning the cows. You could work on a feedlot. You could work in a in the stalker
3: phase, Um, especially if you've got a nutrition degree. You know what I mean, right? It's
1: more fun to work other people's cows, anyways. Yeah, (laughs) you're not worried about. (laughs) Well,
3: you you learn on. It it sounds terrible, but you learn on somebody else's dime you you know what I mean and that's not you should always if you get a job at a ranch you are treating stuff like it's like it's yours or or even better like it's somebody who's paying you to take care of them yeah but um
0: you'll you'll notice like a lot of ranches like the guy that owns the ranch is not always the handiest person there and that's not a bad thing and depending on where you're at on the ladder like some sometimes people may or may not show that you know you it just depends like you're, you're going to have guys that make the least amount of money that are going to be the handiest at roping cattle and riding horses well that's the way they fashion their life well the guy with the most money the one that was able to buy the ranch he was doing something that made him all the money that allowed him to buy the ranch right. he wasn't spending as much time roping or you know riding horses and so um, not a bad thing at all. It's not a bad thing to be in the shoes of the guy making the least amount or the guy that bought the ranch, because <clears throat> it's not a bad thing when you don't view success through the lens of money. And that's where you got to get to. And that's what I tell some of the people here. It's like, cause you can commit to a life of like, you know, day working, trading horses, training horses, um, doing odds and ends jobs, working somebody else's, you know, cows, managing somebody's place back to day working. And you, you know, have this little circle of things that when you like perfect it on the high end, you're making 45,000 a year. Um, and that would be a good living for someone in that scenario. And one where if, when you get married, your wife will also need to work, Mm -hmm. you know, that's okay. You just you may not get to spend two weeks in the Bahamas, right in the summertime and two weeks skiing in the wintertime. you know You might get a weekend in Fort Worth with your wife for a vacation. Um, so that's okay to go that route so long as you know that it might mean more humble means. Yep. same thing with rodeoing. <clears throat> you know, guys that choose the rodeo path. Hey, I want to check.
2: I so. I'm about to say you're, yeah, <laughs> word, <good>. yeah. <laughs> so
0: when I was at a rodeo school, I was I was a kid. My old man used to teach the bronc riding for Lyle Sankey, <clears throat> and Lyle talked about this guy who had recently called him. He was interested in bull riding, and Lyle was really impressed with the way he worded the question. There's two ways to ask this question. The first way is what's the average income of a, of a professional bull riding bull rider, which seems like a decent question, but this guy asked it, what is the earning potential mm. of a professional bull rider? And so if you're going into an industry and you just want to do that thing and you're not super worried about, you know, like how far you get, you know, yes, let's look at the average or if you want to be exceptional, if you want to be the best, if you want to be like a savage in the sport, then that's where you go. The second question, right? What does JB Mooney make a year in earnings? What does Sage Kimsey make a year? What does Dale Brisby make a year in earnings in the board? So, um, it's all about, <clears throat> you know, your mindset and what you want to get out of it. But typically you don't come into this sport or this industry to make money you do it because you love what you do and you find that out real quick because when these freaking cows are out on the county road at two in the morning and you're chasing them around it's a good life we usually um wrap these up with life advice what you got donnie i'm gonna let you listen to a few before you've heard right. podcasts before yeah. so i'm sure you got yep.
1: something um (laughs) burn your boats i guess i don't know i haven't really had time to change mine yeah recently yeah yeah that's that's good dale's always uh, every time i say
3: my life yeah man yeah yeah
1: Yeah, yeah, that's That's cool (laughs) (laughs) i like it
3: burn the boats i have it it's a it's, it's a quick story but it goes on with everything that he was just saying so For long i didn't rodeo in high school and everything i was busy wrestling like i junior rodeo and stuff and um i had but i had my like my best friends rodeo and everything and i finally went to a rodeo with him i said ah screw this i'm gonna enter a rodeo so i found one in the competitor magazine and it was a bull riding and i says i'm gonna enter this and i told my dad about it my dad goes that's stupid what are you talking about you want me to like you love rodeo you rodeo it all the time and he says do you even know where your gear is When's the last time you looked at your gear? When's the last time you practiced a bull or like practice, you know, did anything to practice for this. And I remember being upset at my dad, genuinely upset at my dad. And he just says like, I says, I can't in good conscience, let you go to this. And he didn't, and I didn't go. And anyhow, it all went by the wayside. And uh, I didn't I mean, yeah, I was sour about it for a long time. And then a couple <laughs> years later, an opportunity to get on bareback courses came up and I just jumped, jumped on it. Didn't, didn't ask questions. Didn't do anything. And I finally realized what my dad had been saying because my dad had told me later, he says, if you really wanted to go, he says, it wouldn't matter what I said. And he says, and that was, which is dang good advice, you know, and um, <clears throat> showing up, but that was the deal where, man, talk up, talk all you want about how you want to do it. But until you actually go, you know, just kind of nut up and go do it, you know, not the rest of it doesn't really matter. And uh, yeah, that was good advice. My dad gave me.
4: <clears throat> that is good. What you got? Um, I'm going to say Romans twelve two. Do not conform to the ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you wait, so that you may know God's will, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. That's what I'm gonna.
0: Wow, yeah. mm. probably like my it.
4: my favorite Bible verse. So there's just a lot of crazy stuff in the world, and seems like like being a Christian is kind of going, definitely going against the current state of our world. So absolutely. That's just, verse that kind of yeah yeah keeps me grounded I guess
0: I have a lot of like emotional goodbyes all the time with my family like I'm like if 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 somebody if my if my brother is leaving to go on a trip like I'm very intentional with the way I say goodbye to him right <clears throat> just because you know there's not been a ton of people but I can think of half a dozen right now that I I remember my last goodbye to them and that's all you got so how you treat people is, is very important. So seize the moment. Don't procrastinate. Sounds was, wisdom, Dale. Um, we do a Bible study, text the word Bible to 940 So I say we, but usually that one, it comes in the form of an unlisted YouTube video and I'll send that out. It's five, six, seven minutes long, a couple times a week. So text the word Bible to 940 It's the only way to get a hold of that that um, Bible study. And usually in the description below, I put all the previous Bible studies. So once you get one, you can listen to all the other ones that I've done. So now um, on to the next one, Yep, I believe, Pow Pow.
1: Sorry, I didn't have the ear turned on. <laughs>
0: There it goes.